0: Hey, so Punk couldn't not swear this week. So if you've got kiddies running about and you're watching this randomly on a Sunday, maybe uh hit it in your watch later and watch it when you've not got kids running about. He also burped. But it's 11 o'clock at night and I need to get this uploaded if you're going to get it on the Sunday. Okay, bye. Hello and welcome to the 15th episode of the Talking Wednesday podcast. And Jesus Christ, like. Can
1: this just end?
0: We've just spent 10 minutes. I'm in the second setup today, by the way, so I apologise if the audio's a little bit off. I've got two microphones so running in case one us, of them We
1: both spent 20 quid yeah. to watch a game of football. Yeah. Where nothing went our way in terms of our game, but other games did, but of course. Sheffield went there wet wipes at the minute who just can't clean anything.
0: (laughs) I mean, this is not usually the way we start a podcast. We usually start a podcast quite quite neutral and quite before we go into stuff, but we're just so fed up right now. Dejected? Yeah. We've just spent, we probably spoke about 20 minutes before this. We don't usually do that, but we knew that we were going to swear and we knew that we were going to...
1: Need to get it out of our system.
0: We need to get out of our system to do a semi professional podcast. I mean, nothing about this is perfect. Well, actually, we're doing all right, but still. Not uh, bad. No, we're. Uh... With the Talkie Wednesday podcast, I'm Dexterity Box, joined as always by Punk Chef41. How are you doing, Jay? Good
1: evening. I'm not too bad. Uh, I want my £10 back, but. I'm not going to get that. And I want most of my £10 back actually this year, but hey, it's supporting the club.
0: Oh, yeah, spent so much money on the club this morning. It's a long talking Wednesday today. There's a lot of stuff to talk about. A Um, lot of
1: things in football happened and it wasn't just Wednesday related for once.
0: Yeah, lots and lots of things have occurred and we've got to talk about them all.
1: Okay, I'm about to hold a
0: microphone for about two hours. Um,
1: This is his exercise.
0: I've been playing football by myself uh, in, in the garden because I've got no friends <laughs> um, <laughs> and there's a pandemic. But yeah, let's... Uh... You didn't have to get your ball back, did you? Oh, I did, actually. I booted it. <laughs> and I <just> <laughs>
1: 25 years old something. Can I have my ball back, please?
0: I can't leave it there. It's a Euro 2020 <laughs> ball. It's actually quite expensive. I'd like it back, please. Ah, <laughs> oh, just. Oh, Jesus <laughs> <Christ>. <laughs> Well, so, Sheffield yeah, Wednesday, Wednesday recent matches. Let's just get straight into it today, mate, because it's going to be one of those. Yeah. Sheffield Wednesday started with Blackburn Rovers in the week. Please, Punk, tell me how that transpired
1: and what you thought. We won 1-0, and I, they didn't look like they were much up for it themselves at times. I and mean, It's like, yay, we've got this win, and it gave us hope, and I'm really, really annoyed it did Yeah, because I don't like hope. <laughs> hope is what kills lots and lots of people's dreams and... Sheffield went the dreams right now are just plummeting, but it wasn't a bad game. It was a good result for Windah with the goal. I am noticed Windap doesn't celebrate. Have you noticed that Windah not. when he gone, he's just quite well. I yeah, think he. Um, I
0: think he realizes the situation we're in. Mm. In fairness, I, I respect him a little bit more for that because I wouldn't celebrate my individual achievements during this mess. Yeah, true. You know, um, I didn't. I had Blackburn on, but I couldn't really give two craps about it. No. I'll be honest; it's really hard, and I'm sure some Wednesday fans are feeling this way. Um, I've hit the first point in my life where I don't really care anymore. Um, I've not hit in, it
1: before, and I'm hitting it again.
0: Not in the. I'll always care about this club. I'll always care about our results. We'll obviously carry on the Talking Wednesday podcast, and I'll. I'll keep. That's the thing. I say I don't care, but there was a part on the stream today where, as we're going to go into the Borough talk where there was a chance had, and everything was lining yeah. up in our favour. And, and I just I felt it again, you know? This I is the felt... dupe thing.
1: There still is a chance, but it's yeah. very slim and we've got to rely on other people.
0: But, right, okay, let's talk about Borough and then I'll talk, we'll talk about a bit more how we feel. So the Borough match, what did you think Free of 3 loss!
1: Uh I'm gonna say, like I say all the time, we didn't. We played very well, but our defense—it's just—it's just not there at all. Uh, makes shout shout
0: to Tom Lee's, by the way. It looks like yes. an ankle break. Has Jamie Smith, uh, Smith updated? us on that the retirement?
1: Uh, nothing this. yet, uh, but it, Tom Lees, right?
0: It doesn't look good for Tom Lee's. No. he went straight to the hospital, and he's just had an X-ray, and it doesn't look like a fracture.
1: Uh, but it's a big blow for us to lose him. Okay. And, and he's going to be out of contract at the end of the season, so he's going to have to come back from injury to get a new club. Cause, a special shout out to Tom hard. Lee's there, because if yeah. that is the last he's time been... we've seen him. Yeah, and he's been a really good player for us. Really... Yes, he's not been great at the time, but he has been a very long-standing servant of the club. Mm-hmm. And he was captain at one point and did very well as a captain. The only thing is he, he... we never got that right centre-back pairing for him. While he'd been here and since we Lehman, had, you mean, yeah, but we, we, yeah, but we kept on looking for it. We had Sather, we had Vince, uh, the other lad who we kept on putting in, and then we had Hector, him, Hector, 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 was good, but they never been that solid that we can keep. I don't but, want to
0: say this on the, on the back of an injury, but what you're saying there, mate, that almost adds up as goes, what's that common do- denominator that's not making a good center back pair in there,
1: Tom Lees. <laughs> Yeah, I know, I know, but it. We know he's out of contract in summer. I hope he has a speedy recovery. Those are never fun, uh, and when you watch that you hear all, all, all football aside. Um, Tom
0: Tom Lee's is a human being that's injured as well, so yeah. all our best luck to him on that level. But also in football terms, he's also done a lot for Wednesday, and he's 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 committed. To, he's been committed to the cause this yeah. season. If we take this season out of it, um. Even in a, on a Wednesday front, front massive respect to Tom Lee's sad Definitely. way to bow out. If that is his last appearance, we will talk about it a little bit more once we know about it. But yeah, yeah. the Burrow match. That I think that that's when a lot of heads went down as well. Players, seemed yeah. worried about him.
1: Well, the the head went down, but they then also picked up again because they kind of had we. It was our kind of that break. Kind of, right, like do it, like go for it. It's like it had that over push, but you saw player faces and player faces said everything about that injury. But mm-hmm. it was, we won't go into a break and it's 1-1. You're thinking, might be able to get something from this. You never know. But then we crumble at the back again. And it just been a of story of our thing. We haven't had a set back for all season, so we had to change it again due to league going on. Borough made a mistake for the first goal. Jesus, so many mistakes. And you're just like, that's it. you you if this is how we're going to go down, we're going to go down with a whimper
0: yeah, kind of thing. And, and, and they keep yeah. talking about spirit. And, uh, and I'm like, I don't Where? see it, lads. I don't yeah. see the spirit on the pitch. You can talk about having a great spirit behind, but
1: I don't see it when you get out on that pitch. I don't I, the, the, the only shining light for me today, Andre Green had a fantastic game, and him and yeah. Lee are going to rip it apart. If he stays, he will, he'll have well, to stay, actually. He, is he's really on a two-year three. contract.
0: Yeah, he'll have to stay as well. I know I know that, but I mean, if he got an offer from another club, but to be honest, he's been injured so much. Yeah, he will stay. It'll be interesting. He might be a... You know, we've always he had flair. We've always had flair yeah. when we've gone down to League One, the player that can get you off your seat. He could be our Antonio.
1: And also, Bannon didn't take the penalty when that did. But again, for me, it's another set-piece penalty kind of thing we relied on. We didn't really do much. The chance we had in the second half—it's another case of Sheffield wentley not taking their chances. Windath have won that; he should have levelled. Patterson, Big P, should have levelled that one. It just this annoying thing that yeah, we he, had. Yeah, he didn't—he didn't earn
0: his title of Big P today, did he? he no. didn't.
1: unfortunately. So it's a—it's a loss, and the only saving grace today was Rotherham lost and uh, Derby lost. But now we're relying on other people, and that's the, I don't that's like the that.
0: issue. Derby if we lose next, it's over. If we lose yeah. to Forrest, it's over. Derby
1: and a lot of don't... Forrest fans want us to like Forest to put a really shit team out so they can relegate Derby.
0: Yeah. No, yeah, I get that. Um... Do you know what? I'm going to put a language warning at the start of this week's episode, and I'm not going to edit out the swearing, but please try not I to apologize swear too much. That. It's all right. It's purely because I'm using secondary uh, editing software as well. Yes. I can't be asked. So there is a bit of a language warning on this week's episode of the uh, Talking Wednesday podcast. Um because we're going to have to just go rogue with it if I, if we're going to get it out for Sunday because I'm I'm editing yeah. it all on my laptop and I hate lap editing on anything that isn't Mac. I just yeah. hate it because I I've I've done it for years
1: on all all my software. Know, you, you know that software and then you're going to start using new software and figuring out everything. I annoying.
0: know how to use other software, of course, because like I've gone into industries where they're, they're, they're sticklers for Adobe, but I'm not even using Adobe because I don't agree with subscription practices for for editing software. Yeah, I, f- I don't think it's a good one. I think you should be able to buy it outright, so I stopped using Adobe for that reason. Um, okay. We're going to go into that. There's a lot of news today. There's some Wednesday news, but there's some wider football news. We're going to start with, and I've done a video on this. I did it pretty early on. You the did. European Super League. Now, it doesn't, f- it's weird. We have done a whole week uh, since our last podcast. This has developed and crumbled.
1: Yeah. Black at four.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're being a bit kind saying they're developed. Uh, but <laughs> still, we've got, let's just crack straight in with this. So the EFL statement, this came out when the ESL. Um, plans were going forward. The EFL stands with the Premier League, the FA, PFA, LMA, the FSA. Jesus Christ, it sounds like YMCA here. And colleagues (laughs) across European professional football in condemnation of proposals which attack the foundation of open and fair competition upon which our game is built. A strong pyramid based on promotion, relegation, and ultimately European qualification is fundamental to our game's continued success. The EFL opposes any reform that doesn't support competition integrity, or offer clubs the prospect of one day competing at the highest end of the game. Right, so that's a quote. And you might know, if you're living under a rock in football terms, you might not know what the European Super League is. So what has happened is there's been a big Real Madrid
1: and Barcelona need more money, the crux of it, really. Yeah, pretty much. They they need more money because their league isn't making enough. And everyone else went, yeah, we'll join it. And then everybody went, no, we like the idea of relegation and promotion. Like, right now, as a Wendy fan, I don't like relegation. But if you're neutral, you look how tight that table is. It's the entertainment aspect. Anything can happen now.
0: It's also a case of um, the big six in England that got dragged into this aren't the big six. No. They are the, the, the top six financially now, but... They're not the... Big I said this and... in my video. Sheffield Wednesday yeah, have four top division titles. Tottenham Hotspur have two when they were part of this big six.
1: So if you saw the league game, they all came out with these shirts on. Now the Terrace that had done our ninety one shirts has sold these and I picked one up. I'm wearing a shirt backwards again. footballing for Mate, the bands. I swear to God, I'm I'm saying that. back, earn it. And the best thing about this is the money that's gone for it. We have paid for free grassroots teams to get free shirts next season. I love uh, that.
0: I love that side but, of it. I swear to God, though, you, if we start putting your products on here, you need to start sponsoring yes. us, lad. The amount, of, the amount of free plugs we give away on this podcast. Yeah. Uh, there's, all, yeah.
1: there's also, are also we've generated enough to supply six youth and two adult grassroots teams.
0: Oh, I thought you were going to pimp some no, more no, of no, their no. gear here because no, they have teams... done some Wednesday line of gear. But I'm not giving
1: free sponsorships out. I'm not giving free sponsorships. Shadow yeah, cost I just money. Like... The reason I bought this, I loved the idea that the money from this goes to grassroots which our government should be helping with anyway. But it doesn't. Yeah,
0: I did. I didn't know that. That's that's a lovely thing. I, if I'd yeah. have known that, I'd have got one as well. Um, it's a case of in terms of the European Super League overall. The big, This is not going to go away, which is why we still wanted to no. mention it on the podcast. And, because, they
1: say, and they said it's not going away.
0: Yeah, because the Real Madrid president, they have literally, right, let me, just, let me just pull you some of the quotes, right? Uh, this, so Perez was saying that uh, Perez is the chairman of Real Madrid. He was going to be the president of this European Super League. He's the one that's spearheading it, along with Barcelona. Because remember, Barcelona pay about 500k a week to Messi. Yeah. Real Madrid, they wanna buy the best players in the world. They spend world record fees. They had to loan Bale to Spurs this season to pay his wages because they have
1: been hit with COVID and all that. So Well, both clubs are pretty much in the red anyway. Yes. Like, you You look at Banny football, you can go bankrupt, but still play as a football club because that's they how Also,
0: it's like, I think there was something, there was, a, there was a Bayern move. They bought a Bayern player and then they were talking about, oh, we mm. potentially going in for Mbappe or Haaland. And they were like, well, before you do that, can you still pay us what you owe us for this player? I can't remember what yeah. the exact... That's the situation that they're in, in terms of finances. And they are basically bringing this here. They do not get the same level of money that the Premier League no. does because... It's not a farmer's league, right? A lot of people like to use that, but there is only big draws in there. We've got six we we've got six to eight clubs that are the big draws in the Premier League. The other leagues have got about two that people you want look to watch at, the you matches look at,
1: for. You look at Spain, it's Real Madrid, it's Barca, it's Atletico. Now and again, it, you'll get a Villarreal or someone. Italy, it's your Inters, it's your AC, Ma- uh, it's the Milan clubs, it's N- Napoli, them kind of teams. In Holland, it's Ajax and Feyenoord, who weren't even right. involved in
0: this, no. by the way, weren't even invited to it yet, despite the European
1: trophies that Ajax have got, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, but you look at you look at who uh, it, the loan was from uh, J P Morgan that we're going to say up. Who was had big ties with that Ed Woodward? He's now resigning at the end of the season for Man United, but it screams as this whole thing is. We're doing it for the money, not for the game. And it's the Glazers I, and it's the
0: Americans. Right. Okay. Yes. Here's the thing. I was speaking to some Americans in the comment section who don't seem to grasp the basic concept of competition because in America, and this is gonna sound patronizing as hell, but it's true. Right? In America, if you don't do very well one season, you can just try again. Next season. Because the big draw for America is superstar power. That is what yep. American culture is based off of because they only have a culture going back a couple of hundred years. So, of course, it's going to be about the superstars. That's what they started their culture on. It's in, it's in early culture. As I, as I said jokingly in my video, we've got garden sheds in this country older than America, you know? It's one of those where it's a case of, and don't get me wrong, I love the American influence on culture for, for a lot of things, but football is something that needs to be left alone. And I was also talking about uh, this to somebody who really likes the NBA, and they went, well, it doesn't even work with the NBA structure, because I was saying I had NBA fans coming to me. And they went, "They went, yeah, but the NBA only works in its current structure because the lowest team each season gets to pick the top draft. That's yeah, why LeBron that, went that's to Cleveland.
1: in NFL as well. Yeah, so the how the hell? Team, yeah. How the hell
0: does that work in football? Because who the hell? How does that work? Because because players don't really come through the academies and it takes them time to mature more. It's not about the the big college teams. It does not work in football what overall. We, what are we
1: gonna do? Let Southend have the top pickers like Haaland and, <laughs> and Mbappe. Do they are the lowest team in the, actually like the whole like ninety two at the minute. Are you gonna let to right with the net pick? Southend pick. Oh, how are we going to pay any wages? I don't know, but we got him. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, that's, that's the thing. Like,
0: no, that's, it's never a sustainable model. It was, just, no. it was genuinely a case of let's grab this money while we can. And then we'll, and the and way the... they
1: did it, the way they announced it slyly as well. A lot of managers didn't know about it, which is worrying and playing. The, Ameri-
0: the American model does not work in football. No. Right. And the people that were, were for this were the international fans. But also, they weren't just the international fans. They were the international fans of the Premier League clubs. They were the only Premier League fans for this, or the absolute plastics, right? I don't care. I'm, I'm, I'm soapboxing this now. If you wanted this, you do not like the sport for what it truly is. You like wow. spectacle.
1: You do not like football. Like, you like... You, like the end of the season, you know, with the table, what do they do? Do they do like a Super, league, uh, super Bowl kind of thing, half-time show shit? It's
0: also a case if you want the highest level of football and you want that Super League style thing, watch the World Cup. Yeah. That is what it is. We don't and need you that. We've got the
1: Champions League and the Champions League has the bigger clubs playing each other more than it ever did before. And, e- and, the, and even that structure, they're looking at changing that structure to, to like now let the big six who want it to all leave. But like the Man City player said, like, yeah, that means we're going to have more games to play and we're going to be more knackered kind mm. of thing. And it this whole situation with this f- model of football have been around for ages. It worked. Stop trying to change it because you can't make any more money. Here's an from, idea. Stop from... pay paying players so much money and you, you are fucking academies. A pardon my French.
0: <sighs> oh, I'm going rogue with this one. Uh take <laughs> take um Take this week. Take this general sort of of greed in football and realize that that's what is at the core of a lot of this, yeah. these clubs ownership, right? Money, when money, the money. clubs say that they're about you and they're about a family, doesn't really mean that in a lot of cases. And there is other clubs that if they were invited to this, they'd have very different opinions, right? So you've got to make sure that you realize what the sport is. And I'll be honest, it, just, it was a bad idea from the start. Yeah, like, was. The thing is Perez has said, quote, this is from BBC, we are going to continue working, the project is on standby. Right, Barcelona president jo- uh, Joan, uh, Joan Joan is being Joan today. Laporta <laughs> echoed Perez's comments, you know, saying a new competition is required to ensure the financial health of the game. Yes, if you keep spending ridiculous money on players, sort yourselves out. Stop spending money you don't have and bring the game back down to that it- level. Because b- believe it or not, people lose. Take this yeah. from a lower level club, right? W- Wednesday, we're part of the big six. In yeah. in historical standpoints, and a lot, and I and I wasn't alive for that
1: point. But also, please tell me where Man City were at that time, who were part and of also, this big six. And also, with the comments like from Gray and Soon said, "Oh, the fans shouldn't be punished. We've been punished. Bolton fans have been punished. Uh, but very fans are not a club anymore." Look at the list of clubs that have had point deductions. The if, fans yeah, didn't deserve to if, get punished, but we did.
0: It, if he's if that's gonna if that's a thing, if fans get punished because of points deductions, then stop points deducting for administration, stop points deducting for financial fair play. Stop it. Because yeah. that is... It doesn't matter, though, because that doesn't happen to the clubs at the top because they're protected. And it's is this bubble, just them, it's it this bubble of arrogance, <laughs> you know? And, yeah, I went off a little bit more on this one because I've watched it I've watched it develop with, the no, oh, these clubs shouldn't be punished. Yes, they should, right? Yes. And I've also got, like, a, my best mate's a Liverpool fan. A lot of my friends are... Premier League supporters. You know, I I lived in Liverpool for a while. They want to see them dra- the, them dragged over the coals for this. The true
1: fans... I know, I know a lot of Liverpool fans have said, I want us to start back in Li- League 2 and start again because we are what we deserve for trying mm-hmm. to do this. If Rangers had to make a new club for what happened with them, the top six should. Speaking of Rangers... So yeah, I thought you like that go, thick, go,
0: going on for the uh, <laughs> going on from the European Super League. Would a British Super League be an idea? Sky Sports are reporting David Moyes, David Moyes, West Ham manager, advocates unified British league in wake of Super League debacle. Quote: Change is needed in some way. I think the Premier League has a brilliant product. I really do. But at the top clubs, you're talking about too many games. So could we have Premier League One and Premier League Two? Could we have a situation where we invite Rangers and Celtic into Premier League 2? Why not Premier League 1, by the way, Moyes, if you're saying this? Why can we not unite the UK? Why do we have to be England and Scotland and not unite it? Why can't it... Why can it not be a pyramid that allows teams in the Scottish leagues to get into the Premier League 2? In fact, I think it could be... It could actually... More money would filter down if Rangers and Celtic could be given the opportunity to come in. Why not try to make what we have... um got something new. That's a typo in the article. And maybe take a few less teams. Maybe two out of the Premier League to put in Premier League 2 and have an extra few weeks for the other teams. So that's end quote. So basically, he wants another Premier League. So he basically wants the championship to be the third tier, probably. Premier League 2. He wants to bring the Scottish League or some teams from the Scottish League into the... And this has been talked about for a while. And I know Scottish and Rangers fans will be chomping at the bit for this. They'll be like, yes, please. Because they've wanted it for ages. They've wanted to be in these leagues for ages. And I'm not trying to speak for all of you there. I know we've got some Celtic fans that watch this podcast with all the uh, uh, Liam Shaw stuff. But it's... I'm already annoyed that the Welsh teams are in it, to be honest.
1: Yeah, it kind of thing. If you've already got the Welsh teams in, why have you not got the Scottish teams in? Kind of thing.
0: There's that side of it too. If we're going to have Welsh teams, why not have the Scottish leagues in? The, the thing is that would that would call for rather than a Super League, that would mean
1: an entire you just, complete you, change. You, you, you
0: restructure the whole league.
1: Yeah. The thing the thing is the only issue you've got there is someone in the Highlands of Scotland has got to go all the way down to Plymouth. That's a long journey, and a lot of these clubs won't have like the finances for planes and stuff. That's a coach journey.
0: Mm, that's true.
1: So when so when do you set off? To get That's all true. the way down to play—that's the thing. It's the the concept is great, and personally, I would like it, but I also wouldn't because yeah, that might cause a domestic in my household if we have to play Celtic. Yeah, his wife's a,
0: a Celtic fan, which is a, which is which is fun, but uh, it's also a case of like. Premier League One and Premier League Two, like, and then what's below that? The Championship, and then you've still got League One and League. It need whole structure. It need a whole. You need rapport. to change
1: everything, and it can't be something that's been done on the whim. It has to be properly looked at. We've seen what happens when things are done on whims; they don't particularly work well. And you have to be very, very careful how you're changing someone's Saturday, in a sense. And that's basically what you're doing: you're changing someone's Saturday or game time to, like, watch it. Because there can be people, you still have people who talk about the leagues or when the championship come in. It's like uh, going down to League 1 is the old third the division. Okay,
0: you've got, you've got Celtic Lin- links, right? Yep. So you tell me where you think, if we brought, brought forget the Premier League 1, get the Premier League 2 sort of thing. If you brought Celtic into the English Football League as it currently stands, with the Premier League included, where would they sit currently based on their squad?
1: Currently, based on their squad, I say they're either pushing playoffs championship Mm -hmm. and a yo-yo team in and out because they've not got the money to keep building the squads.
0: They're a Watford. Yeah. Right. And that's
1: no disrespect, but the money in Scotland. But would that money trickle down because they would have parachute payments then as well?
0: There's that side of it as well. Where, and Rangers, do you think they're the same thing? Do you think those top two clubs would be yo-yo clubs?
1: It feels that way, yeah. And, I don't, and that's no disrespect, that's my opinion, just because I know some of the... You look at some of the players Rangers and Celtic have got in the past. They've been either mid-level or high-tier championship players. Right, so it's here's the thing. Yeah. you here's take the a that, premiership.
0: Here's the thing that brings that on from that. The same league, right? The SPL. Right? Yeah. But if we take it into a British league standpoint, where does St. Johnston who are in the SPL sit in that football pyramid? Mm, In your opinion.
1: They're they're near us at the moment.
0: No, they're not. They're league one. They're mid league one, lower league one. one. Yeah. And that's the thing. There's a gulf in quality
1: in terms of where it sits and i i like but, but it back to the super league thing ranger uh, real madrid barcelona they're your top and it's everyone now fighting for whatever that's the thing that's why
0: i'm saying bringing these clubs into it would only be a okay. you've got to realize that if if they, this happened the, all the clubs have to come because there'd be no yeah. scottish league anymore it would kill it i know a lot of fans that in the scottish league who only look for what <sighs> the big two clubs and what's on, what big two clubs uh, have got it on their on their diaries, you know, for when they play was. certain clubs. So
1: you're crashing my end. There we go.
0: So it's a case of if these like St Johnston Hibbs and that they, they when they play, I, I watched an interview. I think it was on Talksport where somebody had played for those clubs and said we only look for when you as soon as you sign for the club you look for when you're playing Celtic, you look for when you're playing Rangers. That's mm, the only yeah. draw to that league. So if you're going to pull those out of the league, you've got to take everyone. Otherwise, it's going to collapse.
1: That's their cup finals in a sense, isn't it? To like, if you beat them, you're in for a good season, pretty much.
0: Yeah, I I don't think it's a great idea, to be honest. I think it's, but then again, the, the Welsh clubs are in there. I could see it happening. I, I could see it having legs, and I wouldn't be entirely against it because the Welsh clubs are already in the English football league. But if it becomes a British football league, it needs a whole restructuring. That's my opinion on it. Yes. It needs to be. And restructured. If, you, if
1: you're doing a British, you may have to put some of the I think it which which I get my Irish confused with. So yeah, Northern, Northern Ireland League. Them. They don't even have a professional league. Yeah. Semi-professional, so it's mental. To be fair, I normally play the rugby teams on FIFA just to see what they're like, because they're normally like one or one and a half stars. I mean, I might be lying there. It might be Islands that's got the semi-professional league. Yeah. But uh,
0: yeah, fact-check that one. Right, okay. Irigidi interest. We're going to quickly go over some transfer speculation. This is from the star in relation to Irigidi. Quote, Champions League regulars, Club Bruges and potential Premier League, uh, Premier Premier League, uh, oh God, winners, Sporting Club Portugal, so Sporting, have both gotten in touch (laughs) about potential pre-contracts with the defender. However, he has opted to put talks in his future on hold, end quote. Against Borough, he was coming off the bench. He's not been a starter. I think he's off. Right, yeah. we don't want to. T- we don't want to go into this massively. We're also not gonna. We're not gonna waste your time today uh, with this podcast with a lot to talk about. Just bringing you the update on Ogidi, more interest in him. But it's uh, the
1: bro- at the end of the day, At the end of the season, if he did go, good luck for it, Have a good career and just enjoy your football. Enjoy. Life. Yeah, he's
0: he's a quality footballer. In fairness, yep. uh, the star understands that David Agbon Tahoma... Is uh, on trial at Wednesday. He played for Please the under twenty recently. I'm calling Dave. I'm
1: Dave. not going at to at least he's Dave. At name. least he's
0: a David for you, mate. Um, he's a nineteen year old centre back and he's out of contract in the summer. And it they, and basically we're looking at younger players for would our be good, rebuild. Yeah, coming from the Southampton uh, youth setup, I think. So it will yeah. be interesting to see how that one develops. Okay, next bigger topic. So, recently, Wednesday, you've had the, another supporters' engagement panel. Right. Right. I think Is this different from the
1: trust? Or is it the same it, thing? I, I think it, it feels like... this. I don't know if it's different, but it feels like the same thing, just under a new name. Basically, both
0: of them don't talk about the prospects of relegation. So, these things are re- the question we want answering. We don't know anything about our future still. So, this... Not having a I'm not slagging off, but the last note said that they wanted to talk about the, what happens if we hit League One. Yeah, that's not happened. I will go through some of the positives. Oh, do I even want to read that? I'm not in the mood to read these, but I'll do it. Okay, so
1: summarize f- why don't we just summarize it? I'm no, read reading them. it.
0: Th- these are the positives from the club, right? So, uh Lee Bullen received an EFL National Award for contacting and arranging a private meeting with the supporting sufferer. Uh, That dude on Twitter, um, Sid is his name, I think. Sid Al. Yeah, so obviously that that. was a really nice thing to see from the club, and I hope Sid's doing better now. Uh, Continuation of players contacting supporters through lockdown. We have seen a little bit of that on Twitter. Mm. Media team coordinating and producing play a personal video messages to the supporters and bespoke letters from the club to help with a range of varying requests. Where is my personalized video message
1: from <laughs> Big P? You didn't sponsor him so you don't get one. Oh, is that the thing next season. Sponsoring players. Oh. Jo- hit
0: that join membership <laughs> below uh, and if we get if we get a load at the top <laughs> tiers you know what's happening. Right. <laughs> Adam Reaching Gray with three local schools in the virtual Zoom called part of World Book Day. This genuinely, uh, this is an interesting list. Andre Green conducted a virtual seminar with expiring youngsters on the path to becoming a professional young, uh, footballer. Sam Hutchinson contact, uh, conducted an hour-long Q&A with Sheffield Hallam University first graduates as part of the club's un- ongoing relationship with Hallam. Promoter Club partner Cadbury's projected a project with personalised chocolate bars posted to our wise old owls. They're all the nice thing the clubs have done. The club has Yay. done. Do you know what isn't nice? The relegation. I'm such a cynic today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fed up. I'm fed up. It's been a long all season. It has. It has. DC on ticket pricing. This is, we had to include this because a lot of people are still talking about tickets. So yeah. I'll just read you this. So feel free to tune out or skip ahead. DC said he's opening to reducing prices, but the club must be sustainable. The owner cannot continually make up shortfalls. He said no problem to raise questions, but invited the panel to offer solutions slash alternatives in addition to simply reducing
1: prices. So basically, what do you want we have, to do? But yeah. we have offered you options and what you should... Done, and every time we offered them to you, gone. I'll take it on the and then the investment gone. DC is happy for the club to break even, not even
0: concerned with profit. Oh, bless. But That's he nice. must protect the club. Further mm. debate was held on ticketing, and DC explained the current situation is challenging because of the impact COVID and the team's position. And he Never said the that. overall. Re- he said that he has overall responsibility for the club and wants the fans and the club to come together. DC appreciates the support of all the fans and acknowledges that the fans want cheaper tickets slash and/or rebates if in League One. But were promoted would similar, but if we were promoted, similar principle would apply. So basically, if we come back up, they're going to be the same price instead of. Oh.
1: Yeah, when Huddersfield went up, the all season ticket for like two hundred and some quid, they kept them at like a nice price. You kept the fans happy. G- going further on into
0: this, he said that some fa- he is aware that some fans want him to leave, but repeated that he is doing his best he can for Wednesday and helping the club survive in the most trying of circumstances. I hope he is. I really hope he is, because it feels like... It feels yeah. like we've not got much of a leg to stand on anymore. The panel agreed there are two sides to consider and aim to work together and build a shared approach. The panel voiced concerns that 55% of re- supporters requested refunds from the 1920 season. That is not a minority. They are genuinely concerned relationships have been damaged and one way for fans to communicate their message is to ask for a refund. Some will genuinely need that money because of the impact of the pandemic. Now, these are, these are, these are the notes from the trust. We believe that hiring a director of football, this was, this was pitched to him. And right. the CEO is what's needed to provide stability and a long-term plan for the football club. Can the chairman discuss his thoughts on this? D.C., Said he already explained his views on a director of football. Basically, he doesn't want a director of football. Okay, I'm not reading all of that. He doesn't want a director of football because the manager makes the decisions. He's contradicted different interviews. I'm tired of it. What's the plan for League One? We said this last time. What's the plan for relegation? The one thing that should have been asked in this supporters engagement panel what is the plan? We are heading down. Stop looking at the positive. What is the plan?
1: What is not the bounce sh- back? Stop trying to shine it. We already know what the situation is. Because
0: I don't there's no want to, positive I don't want to,
1: bin to put on this. I don't want to hear we about to the community the stuff. Because the community I want to know stuff, what the long-term
0: plan is. Yeah, and also the community stuff is a drop in the, the ocean, right? It's a drop in the ocean for... I know myself, right? I've I've put so much money into this club over the years. I've got, got anything back. I've never had anything community-based from this club. And that's just me. Obviously, there's some... People that it really touches, and that. But I I'm kind not, of want to I say,
1: all I got is this t shirt.
0: <laughs> but I'm not in the I'm not in the minority there, though. Do you know what I mean? The majority no. of fans get nothing but just, just you know, ignorance
1: for their loyalty. You know, and they get
0: they the get very like, little.
1: The problem I got with this fan engagement thing, it seems like you're just doing it to plead to fans and say, look, I'm listening, I'm talking. I'm talking to you, but unless you actually listen and try and see the fan point of view, there's no point having them. Yeah. You're wasting everyone's time. And we on this podcast, we have tried not to go hell in on DC, but at the end of the day, he's the owner. He's the one running. It's the getting floor. worse
0: now. We're heading towards League One, to be honest, because I've tried to. I've always tried to play devil's advocate, but I'm getting tired of it. I'm getting yeah. tired of the same thing and having the... I don't even watch the post-match interviews anymore because I'm tired of it all, you know, mate?
1: Yeah, no, completely understand. Um The so, same as I was listening to Radio Sheffield at the end of games.
0: Yeah, I, I get, you. I get you. 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 It's not the same as connecting. So let's move on to Eorfer's interview. So Eorfer's been speaking... Uh, obviously, we've missed Domi for this season. I think it'd have been a very different In season with him here. He's been speaking exclusively to the website, uh, the Wednesday website. Quote, I'm good. Things have been progressing slowly. It's been nearly four or five months since the injury, but things are going well and I'm starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel and I'm close to getting back on the grass. It was a tough start the first few weeks I was in a very dark place. It's my first long term injury and it was tough watching the boys train. The mental side of recovering from injury can often be overlooked. Oh, this is uh, that's not his quote. Actually, this is what Wednesday brought in. But with the support of teammates and a new family addition, offer has managed to stay focused and positive. Quote, it was a tough at the start. The first few weeks I was in a dark place. I've just read that. Why did I've copy and pasted this, so have they repeated it twice or am I just really bad at copy and pasting? I probably am really bad at copy and pasting. It's been a long day. Uh, basically, he's got a new family. It's helped him get there. Yeah. He's, the, the main thing from this interview is he's looking forward to working with Darren Moore. Which
1: is and uh... this is, and this is the thing. I think Dominic Kayaov is the kind of player. Unless a money deal comes in for Wednesday, that's too good to like not turn down. Because remember, we only paid two hundred k for him, so whatever we get, going to be a bloody bonus. Yeah, I think he want that. He'll want to give it back to the supporter and go right. Not as an apology for saying, "Oh, we went down," but he knows that. Deep down, if he's in that back four, we're probably not in this situation. And the more times I hear more of our players coming out, they want to work with Darren Moy, it makes me a little bit more optimistic because they're saying all the right things. Yeah. No, I get you. He, he, he seems like he's got players on board, even though it's not working such. And you look at the tactic that he's trying to do, we've not got the right player for it. To do working from the back, you need quick, speedy players. Our back four isn't bit quick and it's not speedy that we currently got. And Definitely. you need a keeper that can work with your feet. So I long term it's, it's really bad. We said on this podcast, we feel that like, I feel like we've got a better long term plan than the actual club have got at times, with how we're looking at his team.
0: You know what I mean? I, I like I like Darren Moore. I like his I like so, his style. Um, and, and on think, that, he's think,
1: back home now, which he yeah. great. Yeah, so he's he, is. So he could be
0: back at the club very soon. It feels like too little too late, but to be honest, I don't think he could have done much from the sidelines. This club nah, needs a lot there's more. Nothing, than
1: that. There, there's not, You bring him in when he did. For him to make a difference, you had to bring him in when we got rid of Monk. Yeah, I agree. Bringing him in now was a point. It was pointless. You so were looking for Milk it didn't work. There's
0: rumours going around this week that um, players out of contract were not allowed to speak with the media. Mm. Um. That was a leak from Pelépes's agent. We're taking this from the seventy-two website. They're talking about, well, quote Pelépes's agent has told Dutch media outlet uh, Tabantia that the Dutchman is not short of interest going into the final weeks of his Sheffield Wednesday contract. Tabachia went on to claim Sheffield Wednesday forbidden players to speak to the press this week with Darren Moore's side currently sitting in 23rd place in the Championship table. That's a
1: very big word, forbidden, and like being told you cannot play on your PlayStation tonight until you eat. Your I don't vegetables. want to comment
0: on this one too much. Cause I don't know if this is just clickbaity, but it's uh, mm. it's it's interesting. It's interesting to see what it goes because, uh, talking of uh, contracts. Sportsmorell's reporting that Sheffield Wednesday reportedly halting all contract talks with players at many levels of the club with multiple players out of contract this summer It's locked in until we get relegated. I think yeah, I feel like that's the case right we we've obviously we're blasting through this podcast this week. You can probably understand why we're, we've uh, we we're on the verge of hitting a hundred thousand plays. We possibly won't do that without breakouts this week, so uh hopefully you can go to those breakouts and give them some views and likes we'd appreciate that but the next topic. This is going to stir some stir some feathers, right? So, Warnock. I remember back in the Milan days where Warnock was yeah. in talks. I remember listening to him on the radio when he could have taken us over. So he obviously beat us with Borough, a good Borough side. His his side beat us. He was planning to do that. He said, but it. it <sighs> It's weird because you should hate him, but I don't hate him. And that's going to a lot of people up there. really words, annoy
1: though. a lot of people. I like Neil Warner, around and just because, but he's tied to Sheffield United the only thing that I've got. If he, if, if he had no ties to Sheffield United, I'd love him even more.
0: He I, said he, re- when he, are you are you he came fuck? in, when he, yeah, when, he, when he led up to the, the match, he was like, if Sheffield Wednesday fans were watching the other night, I cannot say I, I was not trying against my old club, Rotherham, because I did and I tried my hardest and I bet they were really pleased at we played like that. I'll be trying the exact same to help Rotherham. It's nothing against Wednesday. I'm glad it is Sheffield Wednesday because it's always a club I look at in the cl- calendar. When we do play them at Hillsborough and at home, I'm just disappointed there is no fans in as Wednesday usually give me a rousing applause. Now, this ties into Maple Leaf writing into us. It goes, Jackson Punk, I'm curious to know your thoughts on Neil Warnock. I consider him to be a lovable villain and I quite enjoyed the antagonism and rivalry. I know the history, his endless kneeling in the press and on the pitch and the United links, but I can't help but respect the guy for how he managed Cardiff in the Premier League Mm. and the the Salah death and, yeah, the tragic uh, Salah death. am Am I simply too young and far removed I've lived in North America my entire life to appreciate why the fan base truly hates Colin, no because I love much, I, I live much closer yeah. and I respect Colin, you know yeah. um
1: so as a person, if you look at his kind of mannerisms and his kind of thing, is that like is that granddad you always want to go because he's got a good story and he makes you laugh Is that kind of thing and one of the best things about Neil Warnock is when he went on his like retirement, it was his that kicked him out the house and said, you're going to get another job. I've had enough of you now. Leave. You're messing everything up. And that kind of says everything about the man. No, it's,
0: it's one of those, because these, these quotes from Warnock are taken from the uh, Yorkshire Post this week. He says, this is the, the interesting thing, talking about when he Noah took over with... Uh, Milan quote I knew he took over there a few years ago Mandarich offered me the job on the Friday night and I said listen you have the weekend to think about it Milan ask your chief executive and one or two of us what they think about it get it out in the press what you're thinking and if you still want me next week I'll take over on Monday and he said ah yes Neil I see what you mean <laughs> when he told you know when he, like Milan had then yeah. taken that to everyone and gone oh I see now was that, um, on,
1: was that, on, was that on Milan's famous underwater telephone
0: Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. And then, and then, quote from Neil. In fairness to the Sheffield Star newspaper, they did a poll, and I got sixty percent said they would have me. I thought that was good. And if I'm honest, I would have enjoyed it as well as that time. I'd have taken him back then. Same. There's part of me that goes. We probably would have
1: got a premiership
0: run. There's part of me that goes now that I'd still possibly take him.
1: Well, you see, that's how bad we are. Well, have you seen the things that uh, Sheffield United fans are calling for him to come home mm. uh, after the middle of the job, and like, right. The, the, the
0: thing and... is, though, they've disrespected that man quite a lot if you think about mm. it. The way the, the sackings he's had when he's had some of their best times, they've, yeah. they've like they've like left him in the mud quite different, a few times. Different,
1: oh, different ownership though back then. Yeah, that's true. It's now new ownership. If they really want to get fans back on board, they might have to go down another. He's a fan of the club, but. Do would you, you have go... would you have Warnock if everything went uh arse up with more? Um possibly, yes. But would he come down to League One?
0: I don't know. I don't know. He'd probably relegate us to totally League I... Beyond. To be honest. <laughs> to be honest,
1: <laughs> uh, To be you honest. Can see that. You can see that being on his great side, Stone, can't you? I relegated Sheffield Wendy to the point of oblivion. Yeah, You're I welcome. relegated <laughs> him to the league
0: to League Two for the first time in their history. Um but no, I, uh, I think part of it, I, I like him. I like the pantomime villain aspect of it, and I hate that I yes. like him, but I do. I just think he's funny. And I think that there was times in history where maybe he'd have done well at Wednesday, but I can't this get is, over. I, thing, I, I wouldn't is... fully be able to get over the fact he's a Blade. I couldn't do it.
1: No, but this is the thing. This is the way Chris Wilder, when he talked about like, things like this, he didn't have the humour aspect. It just came across as being bitter.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it, Wilder do, does strike me as a bitter character. Um, but uh, Warnock always struck me as respecting Wednesday. Yes. That's the difference. He always struck me as somebody that respected Wednesday because he even said that, like, we were the big we were the big club. We were mm. like the Manchester United and they were the... Pe- he literally said that we were the Manchester United and they were the yeah. peasants when he was growing up. And people people have tried to spin that as like, oh, well, he's talking. It was that long ago. He's trying to have a dig. No, he's not. He's he's no, realised he's, what... he's actually
1: been realistic.
0: There's a lot of people that don't realise the history of Sheffield United and Sheffield Wednesday. And it's only recent history where it's ever been in question. And where, also who, who maybe is, you know, the Warnock's bigger club. Warnock's
1: in his 70s. Yeah. He's an old man. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, that doesn't help us out much more than that. But no, I, I I don't know. I think I just thought it was funny to talk about Warnock nearly becoming Sheffield Wednesday manager. So let us know what you think in the comments. <laughs> right. Uh, community topics, there's not too many this week. We're just going to go over two of them. I've saved a couple, but there's not been that many that were put in there. Please check the community tab, obviously. But I know to it's if been uh, a weird I can, week for To
1: be people. fair, I can understand why you haven't yeah. wanted to do it, because I can tell we... we get all through this podcast this week. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. There's been news stories. We could, have, we, could have, we could have chatted for breakouts. The, the,
1: the, the, the news story that I went to put in there, like, do we really want to talk about this after the middle of the game?
0: No, no. You, we've, got, we've, got, we've got so much to talk about. And obviously, we've got many podcasts to come over the summer that we can yeah. put those all in and we'll be in better moods. Uh, I won't be two pints deep and in a mood. So the first community topics from Harley Norris today. What's your favorite beer to drink on a match day? I don't drink on a match uh, day, that's really boring, I but I drive. No, I
1: don't, dr- I don't drink on a match day either.
0: I drive to the club, uh, I drive to the matches, so I uh, I can't drink. Sorry, that, that. You don't drink either?
1: Yeah, no.
0: Okay, Jezz Giant Chicken writes in, best slash worst non-football related things that has happened to you at Hillsborough? Well, if anyone watched the
1: podcast, then you'll know. I got married there. I got married at Hillsborough. I, I always forget that. I always I got that. married and all my wedding photographs of me and the cop and there's actually a really good picture where we're in the dressing rooms and there's a phone number on the thing for Dave Jones to ring someone about a player. <laughs> and it's on my wedding pictures. It's like, oh, I never did actually ring that to go, who's this? I'm like, if you're having a wedding Wednesday, please clear your board. Not a good idea. <laughs> yeah, that's
0: bad, that, isn't it? That is bad. Um, uh, I... But,
1: yeah, my my best one's getting married there. I they don't know. They lost me before... They lost me before I got married. You know they lost me before I got married. They what? I They lost me before I got married. I was sat in the cop and no one knew where I had gone. Oh. I'm there in my wedding I'm in my wedding suit, I think, alright, I need to calm down so I don't want to He's have got cold feet! He's I got went, cold feet. Actually, he's just having
0: a lovely time sat in the cop.
1: I'll just let the cop look at the bit going. Am I really getting married here? Yep, okay. <laughs> uh, I I
0: think. I think my one, uh was it at Hillsborough, or was it when I went to see a local match? I can't remember? I can't remember. no i uh, I know that I know that somebody weirdly recognized me in the toilets once over a football stadium. <laughs> I can't remember if it was Hoyle- at Hillsborough. Hey, it's and all the it- way to the toilets. And it was, do you know, what was weird? It's because we'd played a bar in Sheffield the night before with the band, and we're, right. Who that dude that was was at the bar, and I was like, "I'm taking a piss." <laughs> uh, you know, it's uh, it's uh, it's interesting because pe- when people like chat to you like that, it's always in awkward situations, you know. And the I'm worst like,
1: one, the worst one, the worst one is when when the best went to Can I shake your hand? He says, "Not really. You know, wash your hands." And I'm. Still I mean,
0: in. I'm glad it didn't <laughs> get to that stage. I mean at th- this point though, I'd not done anything Wednesday related, so obviously nobody had knew me from Wednesday stuff or this channel or out. Um They just thought of a weekend locked though. It's just so yeah, they just it was a case of we'd played uh, it was a Saturday match and we played Friday we'd played Friday night. Uh, the night before, and I was like yeah. I was still sort of semi hanging looking, probably not that washed from the night before because we when we gig we we used to obviously stay out for a little while and then yeah. just just make it a weekend thing with the football in there as well. But yeah, that's the weirdest thing. I think that was at Hillsborough. I think be, be, it was before
1: before we go, it, so, it, it will
0: be, have been on, at Hillsborough because it wouldn't because it been a it been a venue near it, well it had been on, a venue in Sheffield.
1: On on the gigging side, have you ever had it when you're coming back from a gig where the band is absolutely pissed and then there's a designated driver and then one of the band members decided to go knit road signs. <laughs> We've not got that far yet. In fairness, uh, we usually it use was separate all, it, cars. It was always our base play. He used to always find a road sign, and we once went to his house. I kid you not, his back bedroom was full of them.
0: I had a traffic cone in my uni room, <laughs> but that's, that's about the extent of it. Right. <laughs> Thank you for that, Jess Giant Chicken. Upcoming matches. Yep. Uh, we've got one, because this... Well, the, well the... Let's, just, let's just do it. It's furry, We need to win. Yeah. pretty that's much. It. That's, that's all that matters. You don't need to know the fact that their away record nope. is 25 points, their home record is 25 points. Depending on today, that could be different. You don't need to know that their top scorer is Lewis Graben with five goals and you don't need to know... Six goals to go. Oh, right, six goals. And you don't need to know that uh, they are currently hovering between 16th They're and 18th safe. in the championship. They're safe. Yeah, so what you need to know is Wednesday need to win it. It's the only match we've got coming up... Um because we need other... to win
1: this. we need Rotherham to lose there, and we need Derby to lose, and then for the last game of the season, oh my God, if we stay up, mean you might be a little bit delirious on the podcast afterwards. Yeah. but also it's a case of like
0: next week if we do get relegated. If you would like to be involved in a relegation special, we are going to start, mm. and Punk doesn't know about this yet. We will do. We don't. We're not going to put people on camera, but we will do because we don't record this live this is the safer way to do it we're going to do some phone ins right Ooh, I like but that idea it'll be on zoom it'll be on zoom okay so <laughs> what if you are i don't know i don't know what i said <laughs> so so if you are interested in that um i'm going to be dropping a thing in the community tab so make sure you're subscribed and have you got the
1: email address for people who don't use the community tab as well uh, we well, what that's, what,
0: well, what we're going to do there is I don't have the email address of people in there. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to come up with some sort of link or something or something to a Google document where or, or some way that people can contact me, maybe even just email. I might say, right, email me here. And that way, when we do the call-ins on Zoom, I will then add you to the waiting, add you all to the waiting room and admit you one by one when we do that phoning episode which will probably be tied to the... It might not be the relegation podcast, but we might do a relegation podcast and then a relegation podcast with the Talking Wednesday community. So I was thinking that's a way we could do it. But if you are interested in that, let us know in this comment section. um, And then when I put the community tab in there, we can set that all up and I can get you all involved. I thought that's a good way of doing it. People have wanted to do phone-ins. I don't want it to be one of those things, but it's a, a way we can do it and we can still keep our high levels of production to an extent. Okay, and so, we can
1: monitor whoever comes in.
0: Yeah, so that was the other thing. We don't want anybody coming in on the on the Zoom call on camera windmilling. That wouldn't be ideal for our <laughs> audience, Really. <laughs> um, I mean, I mean, Punk already does that as soon as we stop filming. So uh, let's uh, <laughs> let's talk about I have a our child. Wi-
1: My windmilling days are over.
0: <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> so uh, uh, i was going to say like as are your dreams then but I didn't, but i, I did not uh, that's when the uh, the friendship that's when the friendship levels get to off, off podcast levels but uh right so it's been it's been an interesting week for wednesday i hope you're all doing well Somebody yep. said in the comment section, because we, we drank on last week's podcast and that, and we got really funny that we're getting unfiltered and it's getting, this podcast is getting better and better because of it. So hopefully our hilarity and our, our mental <laughs> state is uh, keeping you all entertained. Just wait for and the I...
1: relegation one. We'll be half-cut before we even record it.
0: Exactly, exactly. But uh, have you got anything to end the podcast on today, my friend?
1: Football is football, and I know some people think it's life or death, but at the end of the day, remember, football's a game. Family is more important.
0: It loves to end on that one. It loves to end on that one. And I respect it. I do. It. But, now, but for now, guys, um, yeah, take care of yourselves. And we'll talk to you probably when Wednesday you're a League One team. But let's not try and dwell on that one too much. See you in the next episode of Talking Wednesday.